Hi, I'm Kimberly Young, Assistant Medical Director for Hillside, and welcome to Reframe Children's Mental Health. Hillside's mission is to help children and families thrive by providing outstanding residential services and community mental health services. Our programs focus on the strengths of our kids and encourage the growth and improvement they need to navigate through life. Hillside provides specialized cutting edge mental health care and education to children and their families. At Hillside, our team of professionals not only provide treatment for those in need, but help families navigate and understand the mental health system and what type of therapy best suits the individual and their family. Alongside dialectical behavior therapy, also known as DBT, Hillside utilizes recreational therapy in the treatment of our residential clients. What exactly is residential therapy and how is it used in a mental health setting? Here's Erin Smullen of Hillside with more. This is Erin Smullen. I'm the Director of Recreation Therapy at Hillside in Atlanta. Recreational therapy, sometimes known as therapeutic recreation, it's a process where you use recreation and activity-based interventions to address the needs of people who have illnesses or disabilities. Um, it's a means to better psychological and physical health, helps with recovery and just overall well-being. Recreation therapists are individuals who hold a minimum of a bachelor's degree in therapeutic recreation. Part of their coursework involves studying things like anatomy and physiology, abnormal psych, and during the course of their studies, they have to complete a 15-week internship in a specialized setting, such as mental health. After that, they sit for a national certification exam to become certified therapeutic recreation specialists. Most of the people who become recreational therapists don't start off with that as their intended first major. It's usually through life experiences that they learn about the profession and it will resonate with them in some way. They're people who, who enjoy recreation and leisure in their lives and value how much it impacts their own well-being, mental health, and physical well-being. Over the years, recreational therapy has evolved a bit at Hillside. When I first came on board at Hillside, they had a thriving activity therapy department, which is just a little bit different than a recreational therapy department. The recreational therapy department took the foundation of the activities therapy and brought that therapeutic aspect to it with certified individuals. We had the task of considering what we really wanted to achieve with children and what kind of platform we wanted to use to deliver these services. And after much deliberation and experimentation, um, our department decided to focus on social-emotional aspects of children's growth and development. So social-emotional skills are things that now are being taught often in school. They have just an overall benefit to children. It includes the child's experience, expression, and management of, of emotions, and their ability to establish positive and rewarding relationship with their self and with others. So in recreation therapy, we use these competencies that are outlined by the Collaborative for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learning as the themes for our sessions. So examples of the competencies that are outlined by the Collaborative for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learning are self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, relationship skills, responsible decision-making, and here at Hillside, we are very compassion-driven, so we've added in compassion as one of our competencies, as well as overall health and well-being. 
At Hillside, we offer a variety of interventions in recreation therapy. We have expressive arts, which helps children manage behaviors. It helps them process feelings. It reduces stress and anxiety, and it can increase self-esteem and self-discovery because creating art can help you acknowledge and recognize the feelings that you know may have been lurking in subconscious. Um, we also have horticulture therapy. It's very popular with the kids here, and that's been shown to help kids improve memory. It creates experiences for them, teaching them a new skill, which is building mastery. It improves cognitive abilities and socialization. We also offer therapeutic drumming at Hillside. Um, we used West African drumming as our modality. It's a great stress reliever. It helps enhance brain function in kids and lessens anxiety for some of them. It's a great way to physically exert yourself. And you know, it, it creates joy also and improves their quality of life. And that's something that's very important to us when we have children in residential care is focusing on that quality of life. If they're able to have you know, a sense of comfort and enjoyment, it does make them more receptive to the other therapies that they're experiencing while they're here. In horticulture, Hillside has a number of gardens. So a group for horticulture may include going and helping with planting our vegetables and our horticulture therapists leads the, the clients through the process of planting seeds and talking about how nurturing encourages growth. And that could be transitioned to like reflecting upon themselves. When you nurture yourself, you grow in a healthy way. When you nurture relationships, those can grow in a healthy way. So there's a lot of metaphors in what they do in horticulture therapy. Um, it's also a great opportunity for the kids to use the flowers and things that we grow to do um, contributing skills, which is giving to others. It also ties into our social emotional competency of social awareness, giving and doing kindness for others you feel good about and you're making someone else feel good too. So they make bouquets, they press flowers to make bookmarks and cards. There's just an array of things that they do with horticulture. And we utilize the things that we grow in our dining hall as well. We take it for granted that everyone is self-aware. We'll ask the kids what self-awareness is, and sometimes they'll respond being aware of myself. And while that's okay, we really want them to understand that at a deeper level. So once a week, they will come to us for a social-emotional class. And in that class, all we're doing is teaching what that competency is. We're teaching that self-awareness is much more than being aware of yourself. It's recognizing what your values are, being able to identify your emotions, exploring where your interests are, what you're good at and what is challenging. So in that group, we may take um, an activity and put the kids through it. And then at the end, process with them about their own thoughts. What was challenging for you? How did you handle it? What strengths did you utilize? How did, how did you handle when you were challenged? So we can take a simple game and tie it into something so meaningful just by having that structure and therapeutic intent. Recreational therapy treats a variety of issues facing Hillside's clients. Erin Smullen explains. A lot of our kids at Hillside are really struggling with anxiety. And I think in the past year, we've seen anxiety exacerbated from the pandemic. So when they arrive here, we want to put them at ease, that we're not going to pressure them into participation. We make it clear that it's an expectation, but we're definitely not going to get engagement through pressure. So we want to put them at ease, and sometimes that, that means meeting them where they are. Um, if I can get you know, 10 or 15 minutes of participation out of a highly anxious kid, that's, that's great for me. I'm feeling good about that. And we can build upon that. 
So being able to help anxious kids and meeting them where they are is step one for us. And a lot of the kids who are experiencing anxiety have had social isolation during this pandemic. And anxious kids in general aren't normally ones who who engage socially very easily. So when working as a group, they're there with their peers. So just by default, you're around others. And we really, really focus on creating a very therapeutic and affirming environment to sort of take away some of the things kids may have fear about, fear of judgment, fear of not performing well. By setting a very therapeutic tone, we can ease them a little bit. These kids with anxiety have very pervasive worry thoughts. And when you're actively engaged in something that you're doing, you're not worrying as much. It helps decrease the obsessive behaviors. Again, just by being engaged with something, being active, doing something that you enjoy helps relieve all of those symptoms of anxiety. I think one of the most challenging diagnoses for us to work with in recreation therapy are our kids who come in with trauma histories because that's those are very complex experiences and and very individualized. They don't fit neatly into a box that we can just easily check off and keep it moving. Kids who are dealing with trauma are very resilient. They they just don't quite know it yet. So by engaging them in some of these tasks, it may be a problem-solving task. We do a lot of problem-solving and team-building activities. And for a kid who's maybe experiencing some feelings of worthlessness related to trauma, having a leadership experience or feeling part of a group that accomplished something and experiencing pride really moves them forward. It, it, it creates an opening for other work to be done. Kids with trauma also, you have very low self-confidence. So again, there's opportunities to succeed and express themselves, even on the smallest level. We're going to take that, we're going to run with it because we can build upon it. It's so rewarding to see when that happens. It, it helps relieve some of the hopelessness and difficulty experiencing positive emotions when you've had a trauma history or managing distress. When engaging in, in activities that you enjoy and then debriefing about it afterwards, reflecting on how did you get there? Why were you able to do this? How can that translate to your, your life outside of treatment? That's all part of the recreation therapy experience that makes it so effective and such a, a great thing to offer the kids that are in treatment. As the director of recreational therapy at Hillside, Erin Smolin sees the challenges firsthand. The big one, she says, is perception. In considering the challenges that recreation therapy faces, I think the biggest one would be the perception of what we do. We are very lucky here to have a team of people who do understand and embrace what we do. But in general, when you explain to someone you're a recreation therapist, they may say, oh, you teach PE or, oh, you get to play all day. And yes, that's what it looks like if you're an outsider looking in, but it's, it's so much more than that. The sessions that we do are all planned. They all have intention and there's a very specific structure we follow when what we're facilitating. It's a lot like group therapy, but more experiential. We check in with the kids. We front load and explain to them what the activity is about, what we're looking for and encourage them to think about. Then we'll do the activity and then we debrief it and talk about it, um, which is a lot different than what you would do if you were just out canoeing for fun or if you were in a PE class. It's very, very, very integrated into therapy. So I think our challenge there is to advocate and to help educate people to understand that what we do is very meaningful. 
When I look back at my experiences with kids that I've worked with, there are lots of success stories that I can think of. But one that sticks out to me was one that happened fairly recently. I checked my voicemail at work and I had a message from a young lady who had been here. And she left me a rather lengthy voicemail that said that her experience at Hillside saved her life. And she wanted to thank me particularly for helping her with art. She was someone who struggled with a lot of self-esteem issues and social anxiety, a deeply depressed young lady. And after she left care, she was able to attend public school for the first time in a very long time. And she found the courage to join the art club. And while she was in the art club and taking art classes, she entered some of her work in a contest and was able to place in the contest. And it really boosted her self-esteem. Her family was really supportive of it. And that was a huge connection for her. She experienced a lot of family discord, so she felt very supported. And I think she really enjoyed her family feeling proud of her as well. So it's things like that. When you hear that a client has been able to take something that they experienced in recreational therapy and it's still impacting them after they've discharged. And that's that's what we want. We want kids to leave Hillside, you know, healthier, safer, and happier. That's what we tell them every day. And when I hear stories like that, then it's, it's very reinforcing. It, I, I know we're making a difference. Recreational therapy at Hillside has made a difference in the lives of countless other clients. Here's one such example. I'm Autumn and I'm 15 years old and I participated in the recreational therapy program at Hillside. I had been struggling with depression, anxiety, and PTSD, and I was seeking treatment through Hillside, and I was introduced to rec therapy. And my first RT thing, it was in the gym, but it wasn't just like a random game. It was like targeted towards a specific focus, and there was a purpose to what we were playing. And we had to be mindful of like our emotions and everything while we were playing it. And like, it just put like all the skills that we were learning into practice and gave us opportunities to like experience those emotions, like good and bad. Using like just really healthy communication to get something done. Games like Pro Bowl, you have to like communicate with people, read cues from other people and try to not get mad if someone got you out. But like there were a lot of trust building exercises that like practice interpersonal effectiveness skills. And those games, if you lose something, obviously like you're going to be upset. So just learning how to use the skills like distress tolerance and emotion regulation in that setting effectively helps <laughs> a lot. Through recreational therapy, Autumn not only had the opportunity to learn some newfound coping skills, but she developed a sense of self-esteem and confidence. And it also gave her the chance to work on her communication skills. Here's Autumn with more. I wasn't holding myself back in the ways I was. 
like I wasn't selling myself short in games like oh I'm not good at this so I'm not gonna do it like or like I'm not good at this so I'm not worth being on the team or whatever like I would be participating putting everything into it and I found like I'm actually good at games that I didn't think I was that really helped build my self-esteem even if it's just something small it just made me feel good <laughs> and with horticulture and drumming putting all my focus into something and not letting the distractions around me like get to me it helps just like tune out some of the anxiety I was feeling 24-7. <laughs> Recreational therapy helped me be able to interact with others by giving me situations where I had to interact with others in order to like get something done or just to make it enjoyable. Like if I wasn't communicating to people, it wouldn't be fun. Before like rec therapy, before Hillside, it seems it seemed weird. I wasn't able to do it correctly and there was one way to do communication and I couldn't do it. With rec therapy, it proved to me that I could communicate with people without people being like disappointed, getting angry, not understanding me correctly. Just communicating in general is easier now. I learned that I am worth it. I deserve to be treated well because I am good at some things. Not everything, but I have the ability to learn. And I can trust people. I know that not everyone will hurt me. Like, it's not like the worst thing for me to do, to trust somebody. I can look in the mirror now and say, I love myself and I don't feel like it's a lie. <laughs> Today, Autumn is now able to take the skills she learned through recreational therapy and use them in everyday life. I use a lot of the rec therapy things as coping skills. Like sometimes like when I just need to like work on something, completely focus on something, I get out my Dijinbe and I'll play a little bit with the different patterns I learned. And I will like go out and like figure out different areas to plant all the plants that I've planted <laughs> and grown <laughs> in the area. And it makes, it just helps me focus on things. It helps me feel more grounded. I do a lot of art and that really helps me relax and sometimes like I'll still like exercise and go out play basketball like I've incorporated like a lot of a lot more exercise into things because you know exercise releases endorphins I think some chemical in the brain that makes you feel good and it makes me feel strong and healthy and Having a healthy body really helps to have a healthy mind. Autumn's parents both say they've seen the impact recreational therapy continues to have on their daughter. Hello, I'm Sharon and I'm Autumn's mom. I think that self-expression is one of the big pieces that I've seen 
as a positive result of recreation therapy. I see Autumn creating different art pieces. Um, recently, she's been working on a mandala. She's been explaining to me the golden mean of uh, even when we went to the botanical gardens, she was looking at plants and she was saying, that's a Pythagorean spiral. <laughs> and I saw it was a plant in the Japanese garden. And it was, it was wonderful because I would, I would look at the plants and I would be like, oh, that's a beautiful plant. Then to be able to analyze that and look at that in a new and different way. And there's a confidence that comes from the knowledge that has been gained. So there's a knowledge of how the plant grows, that connection to what that means, contributing to and preserving the earth and understanding that we're all a part and we all add something valuable and unique. And I think that that connection is made with those natural plants and the natural elements. And then being able to make that connection to what is seen and being able to create this beautiful piece of artwork, whether that is through painting or drawing. I've seen so many different mediums being used. There's the watercolors, there's the acrylic paints, there's the pastels, there's the shading just with the pencils. And it's really beautiful. And then being able to experience this beautiful piece of artwork and hoping that Autumn understands that she's just contributed something beautiful to the world and that has the power of influencing and making someone else's day better, that we can have that positive connection. I think that I see a positive connection in interactions with other people. I see Autumn inviting her brother, those joining behaviors, let's go play basketball, let's go to the swimming pool. And so that act of engaging with another person and asking them to join and then also being willing to join in with another person to be part of those positive experiences. Not worrying about exercising, about what is this going to look like. It's about just being present in the moment and creating a healthy body and a healthy mind. And so getting rid of all of those negative self-image type of things that can impact, particularly when we're feeling vulnerable. And so to be able to move past that and be like, this is me and I love me and I'm in this moment and in this moment, I can exercise, I can play this game, I can swim and I am here present in this moment with you. And it's a really wonderful, beautiful thing to be able to share that healthy moment and to have these skills that were gained at Hillside brought back in to the present and home and being together as a family, feeling the trust with each other that today we can make the most of this day. And uh, so I, I really feel very strongly that the combination of recreation therapies and the dialectical behavior therapy and the wonderful staff at Hillside has changed the life of, of everyone in our family.
Recreational therapy has not only helped Autumn with her own struggles, it's inspired her to reach for a goal to help others one day. As I was going through the rec therapy program and all the other things they have there, I found this kind of like a calling. And basically I have been like working on the skills that I've learned there and so much more so that my goal for like life is to start and maintain a place like Hillside that offers DBT and rec therapy and all this help to like teens and children with like PTSD in my area. I'm like not near Georgia, so it is kind of far. I just want there to be something closer to this area that like helps like kids and teens that were like me. So it really helped me find this goal in life. While I was at Hillside, <laughs> I told one of my therapists about this and they literally got me an interview with the CEO of Hillside. The CEO of Hillside gave me advice around like education, degrees, and goals I would need to reach to start a program near me. I could not say enough about the quality of the staff at Hillside. There are so many people there that even after um, Autumn has been home, if I've wanted to text somebody or if I've had a question, they have responded right away and maintained um, just a connection and just saying, you know, we care. And that we care message contributes in the healing process itself. That That's an important piece. And um, I'm very grateful for that. Thanks so much for listening to Reframe Children's Mental Health. If you'd like to learn more about Hillside, visit our website at hside.org.